11 to 1. Monday motivation. Motivation. Receiving a diagnosis for multiple sclerosis can be extremely worrying, challenging time for people. And my next guest struggled for a long time to come to terms with the diagnosis. And she spent a lot of time, uh, 10 years, trying most things on the latest so-called cure list for MS, which was a waste of time and money. When she turned to the MS Society, things changed. She received support, connection to other people with an MS diagnosis and her life very much improved for the better. Sunday, May 30th, marks Multiple Sclerosis Day and with 9,000 people in this country living with the condition, they need our support and our help. Joining me now to tell us her story and experience of living with MS is Hayley Steveley. She's from Ashburn County Mead. How are you doing, Hayley? Hi, Sinead. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for, for joining me on the show. Take us back, okay, to before your diagnosis, Hayley, because you were quite young when you were experiencing some of the symptoms. When did you start to realise that things weren't going so well for you? So, I, like you said, I was quite young. I was only 20. So I had been experiencing things potentially unbeknown, unbeknown to myself. And my, I was in Australia and my sister and my mum came to visit and my sister noticed that my left leg was tremoring and then they went into investigation mode to me and um, started asking questions and I said, yeah, do you know, I actually am tired or I am losing my balance and I have been going to the toilet a lot more frequently and just little stuff. But for me, these were individual things, but if you actually link them all together, they're all symptoms okay. I now know of multiple sclerosis. Okay, so 20 in Australia, obviously taking time out to kind of travel and experience life over there, all of that. Exactly. This was not what you, you want to be hearing. And no. I understand as well, um, receiving a diagnosis for MS, it's not an easy process. You kind of have to face quite a, an awful lot of testing and things like that. What was your experience like of, of I suppose, going to, that do- to the doctor initially and then getting the diagnosis? Yeah, there's a lot of things to do. So my mom, they went into investigation mode. And she, when I came back from Australia, she had me booked in with the GP. He did some investigate, some minor tests. And he said, this isn't a case for me. You need to see a neurologist. And all the while I'm saying, I don't know why. There's nothing wrong with me. Mm. And um, the neurologist then did some MRIs. And he said, I'm 99% sure it's multiple sclerosis Um but I can do a lumbar puncture, um, which I, is apparently very painful. So yeah. we decided against that and we just went on his MRIs. Yeah, because the, the lumbar puncture can be, yeah, as you said, very, very painful. And this is kind of the yeah. definitive test that they use as well. How did it feel then to have a name on what you were experiencing, I suppose? Oh, I'm definitely nosedived into denial years the shock I suppose shock to have a name to know that you're not healthy mm. to have a diagnosis there's shock but then denial grief anger you you get it's a journey you go through all the stages 
And, and, you know, as you mentioned, so young, you know, only 20. And I should mention as well that an awful lot of MS, um, people who are diagnosed with MS, it's between the ages of 20 and about 44, 45. That's like most common kind of time. Um, So you're going through all this. You're thinking, I'm 20. I'm young. I'm supposed to be at the prime of my life here. I'm supposed to be going off doing all these kind of things. So you go through this range of emotions and you go into denial and... Did you know anything about it? Like prior to your own diagnosis, would if I said multiple sclerosis to you, would you have known anything about it? No, not not at all. Didn't know anything. But um, the neurologist at the time actually advised, he said, my piece of advice to you is don't go on the internet. Mm. That's why, now this was 10 years ago. Yeah. Now I would be the opposite. I'd say go on the internet. There's so much information. There's so much out there. But 10 years ago, he said don't go. And that's the best thing he tells me to do because then you weren't getting misinformation. But then further, a few years down the line, like you said, I went on all the... The cures. Yeah. Not that people claimed it was a cure. Mm. I just think if I do this, this will work and this is what I need and I can do this, I can do that. But... um, So tell tell me what you tried then. What kind of things were you finding that were kind of saying that they could help with symptoms or, you know, help ease some of what you were going through? Diets, diets mostly. You mm. you go through. Can can I drink this glass of wine? Can I eat that pizza? And your whole life comes into question. Like absolutely, you question the most minuscule things, and you um you have so much anxiety for what this is going to do to you. And I'll say now, you can drink that glass of wine. You you mm. drink that glass of wine, <laughs> but um. And then I did some wellness programs and meditations and stuff like that, which I, in hindsight, I now know they were all stepping stones to bring me to the stage of acceptance, to bring me to where I am. But um, they're definitely not cures. But whatever works for you. Is the, is the best thing and, and yeah. what is life like then like I suppose for people you've mentioned a couple of things there what exactly is multiple sclerosis and what kind of symptoms would you have on and off so multiple sclerosis is a neuro- neurological disorder and it's where the myelin sheet the neurons the myelin sheet is affected so your connection um so the best way it was described, and actually Jamie Crawford said this on the late eight the other day. Did, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, to, yeah. Imagine an electrical wire, and it's coated. It's the coating around the wire has been exposed, mm. so the transmission isn't going to go as good from A to B, from point A to point B. And um, so symptoms you can experience are mobility. Uh, mobility issues, fatigue, fatigue is a big one, uh, vision problems, cognitive problems, um, pain, there's, there's just so many and bladder, there's so many that you wouldn't initially. Yeah, because when you were saying, you know, the bladder thing, that I yeah. never would have thought that. So frequent trips to the loo, that kind of thing, uh, yeah. it can it can all affect that. So what is life like for you then? Has it kind of affected you in terms of being able to work, that kind of thing? Yeah, I, fatigue would be a, a big problem for me, but also mobility. So um, it's my left leg that's mostly affected. And so if I'm in the house, I'm fine. Or if I'm in a familiar area I'm fine but if I was to go out I would need my walking a stick 
I just use a crutch, but a walking aid. And for longer distances, I have a wheelchair. So uh, just a travel wheelchair yeah. for airports when we used to be able to go to airports. But shopping centres or longer distances, that's always with me. And and what is that like, you know, for you to, you know, and as you said, you, you, you struggle so much in terms of coming to terms with this. So I imagine using a walking aid and having to use a wheelchair was a huge thing to try and wrap your head around. Oh, yeah, there was um, a lot of resistance towards that. So even when it came to the times, because it wasn't always like that for mm. years that I, I had MS and unbeknownst to everybody because it was so mild it was so slight and my symptoms were mostly invisible symptoms that I could feel but nobody could see Um, but when it came to stages to accepting the stick yeah there was a lot of resistance but um, it's just everything can be adapted like just yeah yeah, you have to do, you get get on with it, exactly. as you say. Yeah, yeah and yeah. You, you know, you um, had had been struggling quite a bit with this, but then eventually, as you mentioned there, you know, you came to kind of accept it and and start living your life. And the MS Society have been a huge help to you, haven't they? Yes, they're they're absolutely brilliant. Um, Pre COVID, obviously, um, at physical events and physical stuff, they've always been fantastic. But even now, with their online classes and yeah, just this, you can check out on their website, their online services. They're just fantastic. Yeah, and this is kind of the whole thing about this year because uh, World MS Day is coming up and the world yeah. the, the, the theme this year is about connection and staying connected. That really has been key for you in terms of, you know, I suppose living a more fulfilled life, being in touch with people who are going through the same thing as you. Yeah, similar situations. People that are further along on their journey, but also people that are, just newly diagnosed so if you can help if you can share anything it's it's great to get to meet people and experience stuff or talk about experiences mm. I mean yeah yeah, and and you know, I think um, it was fantastic to hear that to hear Jamie uh, on the, the the late late on Friday and speak so openly about you know the condition and to kind of raise this awareness, which is fantastic. Now, the other thing that we need to raise is funds for the MS Society. They are hosting a virtual balloon race, and they're going to have nine thousand balloons which represent every single person with with MS. Tell me about this. Yeah, the virtual balloon race—it's great. I. Um, supported it last year and I bought I ended up buying a, a few balloons and bought balloons for friends and family and it's absolutely brilliant because you can name your balloon decorate your balloon it's great for kids get the kids mm. involved and get them a balloon and then you, your balloons are virtually launched on um, Sunday I think it's at 9pm and you can watch your balloons race and it's, it's great it's great to get a few people involved and and make a bit of, of an event of it, make, yeah. Make a little night of it. Yeah, absolutely. And this is their International Day of Awareness and Fundraising. And as I say, yeah, it's 9pm, mssociety.ie. That's where people will find more information about that. But, um, you know, are people understanding of, of multiple sclerosis? Like, do, like, say, for example, you know, employers, people that, um, you know, because obviously you need to take time out, you might not be able to work full time. Are people understanding of it or do you think that that's something that's maybe changing slowly but surely? Yes, I definitely think it, people are more aware of it now and more accepting of it now. So I think if last year taught us anything, self-care, 
isn't selfish it's it's necessary so i think people are more open and understanding now and uh, you know what do you do then on days when you're like I just don't feel motivated. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get up. I don't want to do anything. How do you kind of get over that or do you just go with it or how do you how do you sort of tackle it? Um, definitely a lot of acceptance. It's like, just be kind to yourself and if, you, if you're having them days, just know that they won't last forever and take the time and yeah, just, Look after yourself. Then. Yeah, self-care. As you, as you mentioned, it's the, it's the number one. And take that day on the duvet. That's, uh, on the couch with the duvet, that's what you want. Um, and don't, uh, sorry, don't go into victim mode either. Like, yeah. it's not, you're not the only person. Everybody has these days and it's, it's okay. Take the time. I love that. And, you know, on Monday Motivation, I normally ask people, you know, if you could go back in time, say, and have a chat with, you know, 20 year old Hayley. She's she's just gotten this diagnosis. She's in a bit of a denial. You know, you can't go back and change what's going to happen to her, but you can impart a little bit of advice or wisdom. What would you like her to know? Uh, To be honest, Sinead, I actually wouldn't go back and change it because I wouldn't be where I am if I hadn't have gone through what I went through. But uh, when I was first diagnosed, my mom actually said to me, and it was all still shock to me. I didn't know what was going on. But when I was first diagnosed, my mom said to me, what's for you won't go by you. And there's never been truer words spoken. I love that. And you know what? I love that you say that you wouldn't want to change anything. That is fantastic. That shows you the journey that you've come on on this now to, to accepting yeah, this today. Yeah. Do, do you worry about the future? Are you hopeful? Um, hopeful definitely but no I don't worry about the future because just there what's for you won't go by you and it's all that's your mantra yeah it's all just unfolding and you just go with it yeah well, Haley, I wish you all the very best with everything. I wish you all the health and happiness thank going forward. So and, and thank you so much for joining me on the show and raising awareness. Thanks, Sinead. Thanks, Thanks a million. Bye. Not bye. at all. Bye, bye, bye. Haley Steveley there, fantastic lady. Um, if you want more information, World MS Day happening May 30th. Uh, you can find all of the information about their virtual balloon race. It's a bit of crack as well online and it's raising funds for a much needed organisation. MSSociety.ie.